Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Kansas City, it's Trent McDuffie. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Coming up in about 20 minutes, we will play University Up. If you want a chance to win a pizza, we'll play the game here coming up in about 20 minutes or so. Let's head to the phone lines right now to be joined by my dear friend. In my opinion, he is one of the best sports talk hosts in the country with 670 to score in Chicago. He also is the co-host of First and Pod. Get that wherever you get your podcast from. His name is Danny Parkins, but not on this show. Park Park, what's good? Good afternoon, CDOT. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing great. So, Parkins, I actually just found out what the line was for Chiefs and Bills. I just hadn't taken a look yet. Normally, Kansas City is an auto-fire at one and a half, but this game feels a little different against Buffalo. So, what is your concern? Buffalo has extra rest. Kansas City still hasn't been able to figure things out. I thought after the bye they would get right. They are one and two after their bye. They are uh, two and three in their last five games. Something's just not connecting with this Kansas City team. I'm also looking at Buffalo where Kansas City is going to make the postseason. I don't know if Buffalo is. I think Buffalo is coming into this game the far more desperate and dangerous team. Yeah, you know, I I think both teams are really desperate, honestly. You know, the the Chiefs did not back up their offensive performance against Vegas, obviously, on national TV against the Packers. I think that there's some embarrassment there. I also think that there's plenty of legitimacy to the offense is what it is. Like, the receiving core is not going to get better. Maybe Rice will be a player in a couple of years, and he'll have some moments this year, but it's not going to be consistent. And Kelsey is tremendously effective in the short yardage and the short area stuff, but he's getting double teamed and he doesn't have the same explosiveness that he does. And the balance that we saw against Vegas with Pacheco having the big game has continued to be elusive for Andy Reid teams for the entirety of his tenure in both places. So when it happens, it's it's an added bonus, but it's not a staple of what's going on there. I think it was – I don't remember if it was gold or – if it was Cody, I don't remember who it was, who had the stat that Mahomes was on pace to have the best completion percentage of his career while his receivers were on pace to lead the league in drops. And it's an incredible stat, but it's also coming at the expense of the deep ball and the chunk plays because it's a lot of checkdowns and it's a lot of short stuff, which inflates the completion percentage. Like, that's Derek Carr. You know, that's not what you necessarily assume that Pat Mahomes is going to be. And I'm not at all saying Mahomes is Derek Carr. I'm saying they've had to run their offense like a Derek Carr offense because the guys keep dropping the ball when they're down the field. So 
I do think that there's plenty for the Chiefs to prove that their offense can play at a high level. Buffalo is more desperate in terms of making the playoffs. But in general, Pat Mahomes as a three-point or less favorite, uh, I have no problem betting him in that spot. Buffalo is just as, if not more, unproved than the Chiefs are. That's what makes this game so interesting because there literally is anything that could happen. You could see Kansas City win this game 28-17. to Mahomes throws for 300 yards, two touchdowns, and puts himself back into the MVP conversation. Buffalo could win by that same vein. Or this is the game in which Patrick Mahomes could throw two interceptions. Josh Allen could have three interceptions and a fumble. This is the I have no clue what's going to happen game. Yeah, again, I, I agree with you. And you should say that most are that in the NFL, but it, you at least have a script that they're more likely uh, to follow. I mean, this is just a – if the Chiefs lose this game, what do you think you're saying about them on Monday? Because I have a guess as to what it would be. But, but what, what are you saying on Monday if the Chiefs lose? I mean, this has been my take this week. I don't feel much different about Kansas City, but I think the thing that I finally came to the realization is I'm not sure if Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Kelsey are going to be able to save this offense. Like, we've been playing football now for three months, and this offense is still outside the top ten, and the same problems that really hurt this team in week one against Detroit, they still continue to remain as we are heading into Christmas time. But I really want to see if this team can cut down the penalties and if this team can eliminate some of the turnovers and get to a positive turnover differential. So that's really what I'm looking for in a big picture sense. As I said, I still got Kansas City making the postseason. It's going to be very, very difficult for them to miss the postseason. Obviously, this team isn't as dynamic as before, but there's not many teams that I really like in the AFC. The only team that I really like in the AFC is Baltimore. I look at Miami. Miami hasn't beaten a lot of good teams this year. Jacksonville's quarterback is banged up. Kansas City's played Jacksonville three times in the last year, and they've won every single matchup. It feels like one of those years where anything could happen in the AFC, so I'm still holding out hope for Kansas City. All fair. But if they lose this game, I think it's going to be really tough to make the argument that the AFC Championship game is going to be at Arrowhead. And so that, even in in and of itself, you know, the Arrowhead Invitational, that is something that, you know, maybe a top seed loses. It's obviously not impossible, but you'll be going through those wide-open AFC playoffs without the comfort of home cooking and the Arrowhead crowd if it play if the bracket plays to form and now can they go to Baltimore and win of course uh can you is it going to be hard to pick against Mahomes and Reed with two weeks to prepare if they get into the Super Bowl sure people will always be able to make the case for them but if they lose this game I think it's going to be very difficult to make the case that what they've put on film and on record in 2023 resembles a great team they've had great moments they have great players, they have great coaches, but if they lose this game, it's going to be very tough to make the argument that the Chiefs deserve to be talked about among the favorites. Right now, we're talking to Danny Parkins of 670, the score in Chicago. He also is the co-host of First and Pod, one of my favorite NFL podcasts. The analogy that I made for Buffalo is Buffalo feels like that team that if they can get into the NCAA tournament, you don't want them in their region. We see there's that eight seed from a high major that was ranked high, very, you know, very high in the preseason, a team like Kentucky, a team like Arkansas last year, that if Buffalo can get in the tournament and if they can get right just because they have their starting quarterback and they do have the weapons that they have on offense, anything can happen with Buffalo, but they just got to make the postseason. 
Yeah, I think that that's right. And, I mean, I like the cross-sport analogy, and you're great at them. But it's also – you don't even need it. Like, you could argue that the single best individual performance that anyone in, has had in the NFL this year was Josh Allen against Philly in a loss. He was incredible. He, that, that, was, that was a one-man, dynamic, best player on the field, best player in the league – Felt like he was going to score every time he touched the ball. Now, I know they had the one big turnover, but he, he, he was one of, if not the best individual players I've seen in the entire NFL this year in that spot in a big game against a good team that could easily be representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. So, like, if Josh Allen plays like that, they're a scary team, just like we would say, you know, uh, in years past, like, you know, Baltimore's a scary team because Lamar Jackson, his best can be anyone's best. You know, we, when you have a great best player on the field type of quarterback, you're scary and you're a, you're a live underdog as a low seed in the playoffs. So I, I agree that Buffalo is the type of team uh, that people would, people would much rather see Cleveland or Pittsburgh uh, or a team like that at the bottom of the AFC compared to Buffalo, no question. Danny, this is actually one of the better NFL weeks that we've had in some time when you look at the quality of matchups. You've got Colts, Bengals, Jaguars, Browns. You've got Rams and Ravens. Those two teams are obviously fighting for a playoff spot, Seahawks and Niners. We're not even talking Bears about Sunday. Bears and Lions. That's not a game I'm worried about. I don't think anybody is worried about that. Then you got Sunday right, Night Football. I just Fo- thought you were going to mention it at some point. Come on. Sorry. No, you got it. And then we got Sunday Night Football between the Eagles and the Cowboys. This is one of the stronger NFL weeks that we've had in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, we had that week a few weeks back with the uh, when Chiefs Dolphins was uh, over in Germany, and we had a great game in each window, at least on paper. Uh, Seattle ended up getting blown out and kind of damaged like one, one of the windows, but it was still a good red zone window. So that that was that was a pretty special special run. We've had you know a week where four games have come down to to final field goals. So like. Sometimes the weeks that look good on paper end up being trash, and the weeks that look like trash end up being where you've got the closest games uh, that that are going. But this is pretty good. Um, listen, I was you know really into Eagles Niners last week as like the game that everyone circled after the NFC Championship game last year. Made my biggest bet of the year on it. Hammered the Niners at two and a half. It covered. Um, I am into Eagles Cowboys but not as into it as I was to that rematch uh, from last year. But that's clearly a marquee game where, you know, the winner will feel like they deserve to have their quarterback be the favorite for league MVP, that they'll be the favorite to win uh, a marquee division in the NFL, and that they will be the true challenger to San Francisco for the NFC Championship game. So that is a, it is a massive Sunday night football game. Like, I'm not sure that I can totally get behind um, – the Colts game is a great game, you know. Like yes, Jake, like Jake Browning against Gardner Minshew. I've, I've got, I've got to say that that's a great game. I know they both can, you know, uh, have respectable records and are good stories. But I don't know that I have to come on here and sell that game as being great. The Sunday night game is great. No, and all of that makes perfect sense. I'm just looking at it, and to me, very few weeks are there two teams that have equal playoff implications. Like you'll have a team that, you know, a better team, and then they're going on the road and they're playing a team that could be dangerous, could be sneaky. But this week, like Colts and Bengals, I mean, two teams that are right in the middle of the AFC wildcard picture. I mean, Cincinnati looked incredibly viable with Jake Browning. We'll see if he can keep that up 
and keep that momentum going. If the playoffs started today, Indianapolis would be there. That's what I'm talking about. Is this- yeah, no, you're right. Like, like, like if if the Ram, if the now it's a tough spot for the Rams, right? Like Baltimore's coming off a bye, but the Rams are playing much better. If they win that game, you'll think that they can make the playoffs, even though they're an underdog to make it right now. No one has any idea who's going to win the NFC South, and all four teams are playing each other, right? Panthers are playing the Saints. Uh, obviously, Panthers can't win it. Uh, Saints need to win that game. And then Tampa and Atlanta are playing it. And it's, you know, that, that division could easily go to an eight-win team this year, depending on how they finish and who beats who. So, yes, there are, there are I don't think, I mean, Vegas, Minnesota, you know, I, off the top of my head, I'm driving. I'm not sure if I've got everything right. But I think Vegas, Minnesota is maybe the only game where you don't think either team is going to make the playoffs. So, you know, at least one team in each game has a pretty viable path uh, to the playoffs. And I don't even – what is Minnesota's record? I don't know if it is off the top of my head. But they, I, don't th- I don't think they're in independence today. No, Minnesota is 6-6. Six and six. I mean, they are – right now, Minnesota would be in the playoffs. Dallas would grab that five spot. Minnesota is in the sixth spot. And then Green Bay is in the seventh spot. There's just okay. not a lot of teams that are just eliminated in the NFL from the postseason. There's like four teams that have no chance of making the postseason, maybe five. Right, and Arizona, Arizona and Washington are on five. So, you know, a couple of the teams that are – uh, are not are not playing this week, and we got a Monday Night Football doubleheader or split split game double feature. So uh, yeah, weird weird week of NFL scheduling, but uh, minimal buys and maximum parity leads to at least one team in basically every game that thinks they can make the playoffs. Danny, I'll get you out of here with this because you and I, I don't think we've got a chance to talk about this all season. Are you buying into the in season tournament? I enjoy the in season tournament. I understand why people are looking at it as a gimmick because it is a gimmick. But all to me, the only purpose of the in-season tournament was to add a little bit of zest to the NBA regular season and then to get these guys to play a little harder and get them to try to play for something. I think it's accomplished that. I've enjoyed the NBA in-season tournament so far. I think Monday and Tuesday were fine. Excited to see what happens today in the NBA. and We'll see what matchup we get for Saturday. I like the in-season tournament. I'm curious how you've enjoyed it. I think there's no question it's worked. Uh, I think some of it's been funny, you know, like Giannis seemingly not knowing that they got a cash bonus just for making it uh, to this round in Vegas was funny. They asked Damian Lillard uh, if they should hang a banner for whoever wins it, and he said, I'm good, just give me the 500 k Like, these are guys with hundreds of millions of guaranteed contracts. Uh, Giannis not necessarily even knowing about it. Dame speaking to the financial incentive piece of it i thought tyrese halliburton who is a true superstar you know he played in his first ever game on tnt in the in-season tournament and he was clearly jacked up for it and had that massive triple double so i think it's injected some life i think lebron has you know deserves credit he's cared about it uh from game one of it and a lot of players in the league follow his lead so i do think it has been a success i'm curious what's going to happen with do they just revert right back to what we had seen in years past in the NBA regular season as soon as it ends and you know mid-December and early January is kind of a slog of meaningless basketball but that's okay like it's it has been something to talk about it has been something to watch the players have cared the ratings have gone up and uh we've got some decent storylines out of it and you know I think that Major League Baseball should try to copy something from the NBA to add some juice to their regular season because the NBA copied this from the Premier League. So, yes, I'm, I'm all for it. 
That is my guy, Danny Parkins of 670 The Score in Chicago. For my money, he is one of the best sports talk hosts in the entire country. Also, check out his podcast, First and Pod. Danny, is there anything else to promote? You're doing everything. I mean, I hear you in the commercials more than I hear myself in the commercials. Well, you should talk to your sales staff about that. <laughs> um, that that's a terrible job by them. First and Pod is going to be airing on Saturdays on Six Sense, which is exciting. Uh, but no, man, subscribe, rate, give us a five-star review, all of those things. Uh, you know, the data shows that the Kansas City, Pittsburgh are our top markets, but Kansas City is right there in a very respectable third place for first and pod. So I appreciate all the old listeners to drive and the people still follow me on Twitter uh, for checking it out. But it would be an amazing piece of bragging rights for me if Kansas City could overtake Pittsburgh as uh, our second most listened to market for the podcast. That's my guy, Danny Parkins of 670 The Score. Danny, I appreciate you. Anytime. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Thank you. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 